Hi, and welcome to a podcast from Hope Springs Church Coventry. For more, please find us on Facebook at Hope Springs Church or on Twitter, we're at Hope Springs Cobb. Thank you and enjoy. Hello everyone, I'm very excited to um, introduce you to our latest uh, series we're doing as a church called Catchphrase Christianity. Um, one of my favourite TV programmes growing up when I was a, as a kid was called Catchphrase. Um, the original show was hosted by the one and only Roy Walker. Um, and it's testament to the quality nature of this show that it was relaunched in 2013, but hosted instead uh, by Stephen Mulhern. And if, if you weren't lucky enough um, to have seen Catchphrase, the, the basic premise of the show um, is fairly simple. Contestants are shown an image of Mr Chips, who is the um, mascot for the show, doing something that represents a famous catchphrase. So um, for the images, you'll have to check out our blog, but it could be things like um, it costs an arm and a leg or falling on deaf ears or a whole range of different catchphrases could be included. And the contestants have to buzz in. And the first one to buzz in and gives the correct the correct answer um, then has the opportunity to go for the kind of bonus catchphrase or the big catchphrase at the end. Um, the difference with that catchphrase um, to the kind of smaller ones is this one's a catchphrase that's hidden behind nine squares. Um, and only one square of those nine is removed each time. So the contestants only get a kind of glimpse or small view of what this catchphrase is and they have to try and guess um, what the big catchphrase is based on just this tiny square that they might be able to see, which obviously, as I'm sure you can imagine, if you've ever seen the show, you know it's a, it's a pretty difficult and a pretty hard thing to try and guess when you just see the bottom left corner of a field of grass or whatever it may be. Um, but as the rounds progress, uh, more and more of those squares on the nine um, kind of big catchphrase um, disappear and eventually they're able to find it easier and easier to guess because more of the big catchphrase, the bonus catchphrase is visible. So it makes it easier to be able to work out what that catchphrase is. I would say if you haven't ever seen the show, whether the original or the or the kind of reintroduction, the relaunch of it, I'd highly recommend going onto YouTube and checking it out. It's well worth a watch. Um, but why is all of this relevant to a Christian blog? Um, mainly because um, as a church community, we've, um, been kind of exploring um, the nature and the view of God. And we've found that so often we play catchphrase with our view of God in that um, the catchphrase of the show catchphrase was say what you see. And I know for me, quite often, um, that mantra is sometimes how I can interpret what I see of God in parts of the Bible or how I can kind of infer his involvement or lack of involvement in everyday world affairs. I may see something and from that, I kind of say what I see. So, for example, I might look at the Old Testament and I might see that, that God flooded the earth. And therefore, I kind of infer from that or take from that that God only therefore bears with me um, for so long with things because he, he, he flooded the earth because of the state of humanity. Or I might see that God allowed the devil to test Job. Um, and therefore, that might be why I'm experiencing loss and pain and, and in suffering right now. Or it could be something I see in everyday life. It might be that my auntie died of cancer. So therefore, God doesn't heal or at least doesn't heal everybody today. Or it could be something like my life has been really difficult and really terrible right now. So God obviously isn't, isn't with me at the moment because perhaps I've done something wrong. And there's a whole range of these different things, these kind of like 
things we see, things we experience, and then we make a, a judgment or we say what we see, we say what we experience, and we, we build a God around those things. We build an image of God around those things. And, and the reality is that we may even win a few rounds to kind of keep the analogy going of the show. We might even win a few kind of rounds and um, may get the seal of approval of our Facebook friends or um, or we may seem to be saying the same kind of thing as that famous preacher saying on, on a podcast that everyone listens to. Um, and then maybe because of that, we then have a go at this kind of bigger catchphrase. We have a go at kind of having a wider audience and, and we're then starting to make judgments on what God, God is like like based on those single squares that get revealed on that kind of nine screen catchphrase um and we're seeing one small part of 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 something that is connected to him somehow um and we're then kind of making a judgment on what god is like based on what we see so we might decide that god is a destroyer because he destroys sodom and gomorrah due to their sin or we might say that god is angry because um we see him being angry by or 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 dealing with Adam by kicking them out of the garden um so we kind of see these squares these, these kind of snapshots of something and we make a judgment or, or decision based on god and that may be right but it may also be wrong but the point is it's not a full picture of the nature of what god is like and and the thing that for me in my own journey my own experience of of kind of growing in god and feel like i'm growing to know god and kind of finding out about more but about him is the thing i find hardest about these things is that these different descriptors we use of god's character his behavior often seem so contrary often seem so opposed to each other and that, that kind of especially becomes apparent when we are introduced to jesus in the new testament it almost seems that jesus is a complete odds with the god that is revealed in parts of the old testament so does god change as we progress out of malachi and into matthew um, I'm pretty sure that not many of us believe that God changes. And it's especially seeming to be a, a, a an unfounded statement when God himself says in Malachi, for I am the Lord and I change not. So the, this idea of God changing isn't the explanation for why there's such a, a, a difference in what Jesus looks like compared to what God might look like in his interaction with people in the Old Testament. So why is there so much seeming contradiction? Why is there so much that, that, that kind of seems to not match up? Well, my suggestion to to us and to myself is that perhaps the contradiction is based on our interpretation or our seeing of God as opposed to God himself. If it were possible to kind of um, base the whole thing on one small part of that ball, we're kind of looking at that and saying um, we're the God catchphrase. We, we, we've seen that that kind of small part of what God is like and we've made a, a judgment or potentially a wrong judgment on what God looks like when he doesn't actually look like that at all. That in this game of God catchphrase, we are kind of making too much of a judgment on small parts of what we think he looks like when he doesn't look like that at all. The good news though, the good news in spite of all of that is that Jesus came to show show us what God looks like. That Jesus came, we're gonna maintain our catchphrase analogy as we go through this. Jesus came, he took away all the squares on that big catchphrase, on that bonus catchphrase. So that we could clearly see what God looks like. That we don't any longer need to have a partially informed guess about what he looks like based on one or two squares. But we can see in Jesus exactly what God looks like and exactly how God behaves. And that's the purpose of this blog series and this audio series. That we're going to be looking at um, a kind of reflection of where we've been as a community um, as we've kind of sought to with the aid of the Holy Spirit to see Jesus and as such to see what God looks like. 
Um, and there's going to be two main parts that we can look at in this series. We're going to look firstly at um, how the scriptures can lead us to the conclusion that God is actually revealed in Jesus, that, that, that God looks like Jesus. Um, and secondly, we're going to look at how, therefore, in the life of Jesus and, and his interactions with people, we kind of see the way that God deals with people and works with people, behaves towards people um, across the whole spectrum of humanity. And therefore, it kind of shows us how he, he interacts with people in their attempts to do good, but also in their failures. And our journey as a community, as individuals, is obviously far from complete, but we are earnest um, in the kind of pursuit of this and pursuit of knowing God and knowing him better um, than we do at the moment. So I hope you enjoy um, this series. Please make sure you check it out. We'll have them out um, every Monday and every Wednesday um, and the audios will go out with those as well. So please make sure you check in and, and hope you enjoy it. All the best. God bless.